welcome to Wheelman of Genius. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wheelman of Genius. This is episode 51. We're going the, into the Rick the Ware Racing Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Rowdy Burn Special, whatever you want to call it, really. No, it's the Rick Ware Special. Uh, going into championship weekend this week. Uh, you know, not much to, not much exciting happened at Martinsville last week in either race, really. Uh, that was rough. That was, that was rough. Which, which one? The Xfinity race. The Xfinity race was rough on all fronts, especially mine. It was very sad. Yeah. That hurt. Honestly. Talk us, Uh, talk us through it. It's pretty much take us no start on the pace laps and then we'll no, that's where I'm, that's where I'm that's where I'm starting pace laps scrubbing tires brake hoses came off got caught up in the tire maybe scrubbing too hard on low air I don't know that's in my I've been trying to take notes after the races lately and uh, that was what was the top of the list for Martinsville's don't scrub too hard on the pace laps but yeah knocked the right front two of the right front brake hoses off. Uh, car started out loose and then started getting tight really fast. So I knew there was an issue, but uh, pretty much just melted the bead in the right front. Um, all of a sudden lost air in the right front tire and uh, piled her in the fence like hard. Probably top three hardest hits in my career, maybe top two. Uh, I put it up there with the truck at Talladega two years ago and Truex turning me at Charlotte three years ago. Uh, I don't know. I closed my eyes for the one at Charlotte and I kept my eyes open for this one. And I think that's what made it seem way harder because just seeing how much my head moved when I hit the wall was pretty intense. But uh, Do you guys have the cameras in? No. No, but I can tell you that I went from seeing about six inches of headrest on the right to about two inches of headrest on the right. Uh, and then back to six inches again, very rapidly. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and what's terrible is like, I don't know, they were complaining about something in safety tech. And I'm like, dude, like, I was talking to the crew chief, like, man, they're going to just change this stuff. It's like so trivial. We're going 80 miles an hour at Martinsville. Like, who cares? And he's like, I don't know, man. Back when I raced, I hit the wall pretty hard here once. And I'm like, come on. That was, you know, y'all didn't have the safety equipment. Just kind of talking shit. And then uh, I Karma, stood man. corrected. Karma. Got I you. stood corrected uh, very abruptly. Never like, I didn't even know. I hit, I hit the front and I hit the back. I didn't even know I hit the back until I walked back from the care center and I was looking at the right rear. I'm like, this thing is destroyed. But yeah, it wasn't the coolest. And then old buddy did wreck his teammate for the win. For no hold reason. on, hold on. We got breaking news. As of 7.44 p.m., Jimmy Johnson is finalizing a deal to obtain ownership stake in GMS. Bianchi? Bianchi. Yeah, no, I saw that a little bit ago, too. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like, but yeah, then at the end of the race, Buddy wrecks his teammate to win. 
not once, uh, not twice, but about but about three times he direct him. No, I mean the other times were just moves. I mean this one was a heat crap. I mean the hood went halfway up the windshield. Yeah, on the last one, it was pulled down the racetrack in the middle of the straightaway, squared him up, it drove off in there, junked him, dude. So like, if that that's really if that's bad. you, if you're Brandon Jones, and you know you're not coming back to Joe Gibbs Racing probably ever, are you are you throwing hands? I'm Austin Hill and his ass. That was savage too. Dude, I know. I forgot. I honestly forgot about that until just now. Um, what a what a what a freaking punch that was, dude. That, I mean, did you see they got the they got it on camera? Yeah, like the, he ran the all road. the way back. I mean, and Austin Hill is not not a small. That's the fella. last dude I would fight in Xfinity. The right. last guy. But every time uh, Ty Gibbs wrecks someone, I wish we could put a video or sound clip in here. But uh, the kid, it's like a five seconds clip. The kid that yells, I have the power of God and anime on my side. Do not fuck <laughs> with me. That's, that's every time. That's what comes to mind when Ty Gibbs brings. He, this psychopath compared himself to Jesus. Like, not like the actual Jesus. I'm like, Dude, uh, yeah, you, just, you lost everyone. Yeah, this sucks for him. I mean. Not quite the right path. I, it's not the path I would need. The the road less traveled. Uh, and he's going to wreck someone this weekend for the win to win the championship. I don't know. And if he he's going. Far. He's. I mean, he's got a teammate that's going to try to wreck him. He's got all of Junior Motorsports that's probably going to try mean, to wreck him. Low, low key, he kind of got. He kind of wrecked both of his teammates. They'll be racing this weekend. So, I mean, so it's if Ty Gibbs wins the championship. Kudos to him because he's going to be dodging yeah. like six or seven landmines out there this weekend. Yes, it's very true. But you never know what's going to happen. He might chastain it around the wall and and, and get it done. So, I mean, I have watched that video no less than a thousand times from all different angles, and it still looks fake. Yeah, it looks so like, dude, all the ones from the grandstands in three and four. Like, it looks so. Fake. It looks so fake. It looks like they're filming a movie. And like they needed to film this like 10 or 15 different times, but they got it in one take. Dude, the angle that gets me every time, like I just die laughing, is the end car when he gets to the two cone where he should be getting on the brakes and he and just grabs the gear. gear. <laughs> he just grabs the gear and rips around the wall. It's so funny. New track, new track record, by the way. Not a track record. New track record. Not for a track cup, record. You, you the, only set the a track car. record. In, you only set a track record in qualifying. All I know is he ran an 1880-something and old Seabell just getting overshadowed another walk-off win to get to the championship. I know. I want him to win the championship, honestly. Him or Ross, I mean, just because, like, those two, like, dramatic things that happened. I feel like if if Chase or Joey wins, I mean, it'd be, I mean, good for them. But the stories between – Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain, like those would be way bigger if they end up winning the whole thing. Yeah. And then, you know, Ross being, I mean, shout out to Premium Motorsports. He's a Premium Motorsports development driver. Yeah. Well, Premium. Yeah. Jay Robinson has it figured out. He knows how Jay to pick Robinson. talent. Jay Robinson. If he, if, 
if someone comes out of this, if, if Ross comes out of champion, I mean, that Jay could say I had a champion driver. Former champion. Car. Yeah, current champion yeah. in his car. He's a guy that will come back. He'll own a team at some point in the next couple of years. Mark my words. You think? I don't think so. I have been seeing him at the racetrack, but. Yeah, he'll be I back. He just, I, he I, likes he's. It. He pro- I think he enjoys it more, not as an owner. I think he'll be back once these these chassis get a couple miles on them. We'll see. He'll they get back. all their updates. Yeah. But dude, I couldn't believe Reddick had to get out of the car because he got rear-ended by somebody. That was wild. So I'm sitting there watching the race. I thought he had an engine issue, right? Because what I'm here, I'm usually scanning the, our team radios. I don't get to listen to the broadcast. I don't get to really listen to anything. I thought he blew up or something, so I didn't even think of it. And I looked after the race, and um, he got out because he got hit too hard, and that was that was weird. It's kind of scary. Kind of a little scary, but he was I mean, cleared by NASCAR to earlier today. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. But they said it was something from Homestead, too, but I don't know. Concussions, they are scary. Like, even I was, like, worried. I, I felt fine, but like, I'm like, damn, am I, I going to be able to read these numbers in the care center like I need to? So, I mean, like, I, I have had – a very traumatic concussion to where I've I've lost probably two weeks of time in my head. Just mm-hmm. couldn't remember it. It was a sports inju- injury, and at one point I was in the shower with all my clothes on. I mean, no it's, it's scary. It's scary, and um, that's normally blackout activities. I was blacked out. I don't remember any of it, but not from alcohol. Not from alcohol, from a serious <laughs> a serious hit to the noggin. I mean, you are from Wisconsin. Yeah, but I mean, so I, I have been there. I can I can speak on concussions. I've had two pretty traumatic ones, and I can tell you the recovery process is not fun. Like you just want to sit in a dark room in quiet, but you can't sleep because you might yeah, fall into a coma. So nuts, dude. It's scary stuff. It's weird that, like, I feel like concussions have become, like, so much more prominent in all sports as of late. But it's crazy because they've always been there. It's not like all of a sudden our brains are hitting our skulls. Like, it's it's been a thing. No, I mean, it's – How's it going? Okay. It's been there. Yeah, Bailey's just, you know, doing this at the local McDonald's using the Wi-Fi. So, if he sees, starts talking to people, that's pretty much what he's doing. But – uh, going back to Martinsville, one of the things that I find that's really interesting and it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine is it seems like the collectors of memorabilia really show up to Martinsville. Have you seen this? Like, oh, it's you, worse at Bristol. It's worse at Bristol. But it, it's pretty bad at Martinsville too because the drivers have to go right by these people to get to the the tunnel. That's what I experienced. So I parked I mean, my car. The car, the garage opened at nine thirty on Sunday morning, or let me take that back. We have access to the garage as team members at ten. The garage opens at eleven. Fans were already standing out in the row <laughs> between where the deal, the driver owner line. Yeah, is. like where the, those tents are. Right, there's tents, and these people can get within 10, 20 feet of a driver but i saw this dude unloading his car 
And you know the little buggies that you take on the beach, right? The little yeah. collapsible ones. This man probably had 15 to 20 rear quarter panels um, and sheet metal, probably 50 or 60 die casts, six or seven booklets of Panini cards and booklets of hero cards. And these people, man, they just go through and they think the best course of action is to just yell at the top of their lungs to get a driver to come over. I mean, think about what else you're going to do. There's got to be a better way. Like, are you going to, are you going to react to that and be like, Oh, look, someone really wants to talk to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, what, like there's, what, there's no other option for them. Like, what are they going to do? Like, maybe I guess DM somebody like on the social team, but I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I will say, it, I know what you're talking about. Cause I walked out Friday and I felt like damn Dale jr. And I don't do, I'm not right. that big of a guy. And you're like, just a mid tier like, Xfinity guy. And I, people are like, yell, like yelling, but it's okay. I don't mind it. I kind of, it's kind of cool. I mean, I imagine for someone like Chase Elliott or someone like that, like it probably gets annoying because it's tenfold what I have. But I don't know. I mean, there's no other way for him to do it. I mean, the, the people that get me are the people who have like seven of the same die cast or seven yeah, of the same. That's what I was going to say next. And they're I, trying to sell the stuff. Like that's yeah. like, all right, come on, man. Like I'll sign, if you have like one of each thing, like, yeah, sure. I have you no, know, like that's cool. But like when people are trying to sell stuff, dude, like this doesn't happen to me a lot, but I could see it happen a lot. Like if they have seven, Ty Gibbs diecast, and he, there's he's signing seven of them. Like, yeah, six that's, of those that's are be for sale on eBay. I knew a, a guy that worked within the industry. He does not anymore. He would go dumpster dive and get used body panels from one team, strip mm-hmm. the vinyl off of them, and then put Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson vinyl on it and sell it as a race used Kyle Larson piece or Chase Elliott piece. That's total kind of, total scummy move. Yes, yeah, kind of a psychopath move. Like I, yeah. I mean, I, more power to him, I guess. I mean, but imagine, like you spend all this money on something like that, and then you find out it's somebody that it's, like it's it, not good. Yeah, it's it's. I would I would be upset, but I'm not a real big collector. You start looking of, at it close, and you're like, damn, this is a Toyota Kyle Larson number panel. five. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but man, I will say we we have some of the most dedicated fans to a certain degree because they were out there all morning, all day. It's cold. It wasn't that cold. It was colder than it's been. I mean, I'm sure for people from Martinsville, it's not that cold, but it was chilly to me. I mean, I remember going there having to wear stocking cap, winter jacket, no, yeah, gloves. So it was like 30s there. It was nice to not have to do that. Like, I remember that weekend, uh, the whole Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott weekend, it was freezing that weekend. Yeah. It was so cold because that was the weekend of my truck debut. And, like, I actually would be like, holy cow. And Shout that out. was back when. Was that Beaver that Motorsports? Was, or was yeah, that, that was Beaver Motorsports. Yeah, that was Beaver Motorsports. I met DJ that weekend, and that's kind of what uh, spiraled into that. Or not spiral, no. Started those conversations. But uh, that was back in trucks race there in the fall, obviously. I know that was, and I missed that so much. 
You know what I don't miss about that weekend? Garage opening at 6 in the morning. Yeah. Like our garage there, it's, it's pitch black. Like the lights were on. Um, Our garage opened at 7 on Saturday. It was probably still kind of dark. It was dark. I showed up a little bit after that, but and it was still dark. 9.30. Oh, I was there at 7.30. Oh. Because okay. I thought the garage opened at 7.30, but it was 7. Classic mistake. But uh, friend of the program, Kyle Weatherman, had some extra help this week. Uh, he, he did. He did have some extra help behind the wall, over the wall this week. Over the wall. Uh, so, so Jesse Uji himself has come out and said this person is not associated with, with Jesse Uji Motorsports. We don't know who this fellow is. I am calling the biggest amount of bullshit on that statement I have ever seen. I mean, they definitely knew who it was. They, yeah. it might, he might not have, he definitely didn't work for the team. Did not work for the uh, team, but definitely was associated with someone on that team. Hey, I heard it was like a cousin of an engine tuner. And I've heard it was a cousin of an engine tuner on their team. And I've heard it was a cousin of an engine tuner on another team. And they just needed someone to catch tires. He was there. And uh, he yeah. took the he took the catching tires roll a little too seriously. Yeah. So um, the first time I ever got a hot pass, it was through Mike Hillman's team, Mike Hillman's cup team. And uh, my friend got it for me because, hey, we need you to catch tires. So, I mean, it's not a foreign concept for this to happen. No, yeah, and that's – I've been seeing a lot of that on Twitter, like people talking, like, down on that. But people do that, like, all the Small time. teams do that all the time. I know oh. back in the back in the day, um, there was, like, you could get a whole experience with smaller teams working as a pit crew guy, but it was just them basically needing behind-the-wall help yeah. to, uh, you know, get stuff done. Which yeah, I did. No. Landing Castle was driving the 33 bicycle Chevrolet SS, and I caught rear tires. And I think they did 18 second pit stops. Yeah, great. I mean, that's. But to me, being there for the first time, it was like, this is. No, it's awesome. Are, I mean, these guys are top level athletes. That's like whenever I went and was doing stuff like for Rick, like before I started working, or like actually, like, yeah, before I even really started working there the first like race I went to to like kind of get back in the NASCAR was in 2017 at Michigan. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I did the signing and caught tires. Like I did all of it, but it's, it's kind of fun, but, and like the people on Twitter and stuff are like, they, no one like what an idiot move to have a, a fan do this. And it's like, people do that all the time. Listen, you don't have one to time, pay for any of the hot passes. You get those yeah. as a team. They are coming. They're super excited to be there. They're just willing to help out. You're getting free labor. All you really have to do is maybe buy them a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. I, how many How many did you get down this week, speaking of hot dogs? I got to double digits. I got to 10. See, only, I was kind of proud of myself. Only because I would get three or four at a time. But on Saturday, I was only at the track two days. Saturday, when I was ready for my third set of three or four hot dogs, the line was 50 to 60 people long. What? Yeah, it was that long. I'm like, I'm not standing in line to get more hot dogs. See, I never had a long line whenever I went. It was like two people every time. But this but was just right before the Xfinity race. I didn't even break 
double digits. I got seven. And maybe that's why we crashed. It wasn't, I didn't have the Martinsville luck on my side. Because, I mean, that weekend in the spring, we crashed and still finished 17th. And I'm pretty sure I had somewhere close to 15. And maybe I, I didn't have enough dogs in me. I didn't have that dog in me like I needed uh, to run good. So, yeah, it is what it is. You live and you learn. Maybe that's one of the notes I need to take in my, my driver notes. Yeah, put it eat, in the notebook. Eat more dogs. Yeah. But uh, this weekend, I was lucky enough to – I got paid my full race pay, and I didn't even have to pit a race car. That's nice. I uh, I did pit support, and the car I was pit supporting wrecked with 25 to go, so I was pieced out. out. I heard the end of the race an hour away from the racetrack in, in Winston-Salem. Really? Yeah. I got the <laughs> hell up out of there. No, yeah, because those last three laps took 30 minutes, it seemed 30 like. minutes at least. Yeah, I stayed the whole time. Like, with the car wreck, like, obviously, we're stuck in there. The car's just sitting there. So, I went ahead and I got my AC box all undone, um, like, cut all the wires, all the wire ties and everything, got that out. Uh, worked on the shifter, got it with, like, it just had one bolt in it. So, if they had to put in gear, they could, like, loading it and then got my steering wheel and stuff all out. So, because we went in on Sunday, because we were kind of like on the fence, like, okay, what car are we going to take to Phoenix? Like, this one has a lot of short track brakes and everything on it. So, if this one makes it through, we'll just take it to Phoenix. Didn't make it through. Far from made it through. Uh, So, we had to switch everything over. Luckily, we had got our Vegas car kind of fixed up and ready to go. And we went on Sunday and and kind of got ahead in the right direction. We're able actually to get out of the shop on Tuesday at a, at a decent hour. We got out of there at five thirty, six o'clock, maybe uh, all the backup cars loaded and everything and ready to ship off to Phoenix. So. Because you guys don't have the 50 minute practice session. You still just have the normal. No, 15. we have 50. You have 50. Yeah. We have the regular 50 from the garage. Yes. Cause that's what we have this week too. Yeah, that's I why we, we do this every week. That's why we have to fly out on Thursday and you guys get to fly out on Friday. No, I mean, that that still doesn't make sense to me at all. What time does it open on Friday? Noon. I think ours opens at like 11. Yeah, or maybe ours is noon as well. One of the more befuddling things, even more so, I got booted from the champion plane. I now have to fly commercial. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. I've been such a bougie little bitch lately that I was I was pretty upset when I found out yesterday that I have to fly a commercial. That yeah, that's that's not ideal. I mean, yeah, especially coming back. Yeah, that's not ideal. Have an hour and yeah, a half layover. Back. An hour and a half layover in Vegas. Are you on a red eye on the way back, or are you like seven a.m. the next day? No, we're leaving at like eight o'clock at night, Phoenix time. Ooh, that's Go, close. Flying, flying to Vegas, then flying to um, Charlotte. Well, at least you can get on the slot machines in, in Vegas and you're on your. Oh yeah, the airport over. ones. Yeah, those always hit. Those always win. Yeah, they're due yeah, for a win. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna sit down at one and don't act like you're not. I don't know. It's just a shit show. Yeah, no, uh, the 
as it's, it's like you said, it's as bougie as it sounds. Like flying commercial just sucks. It really does. <laughs> Never thought I'd be saying that. Like, oh, flying commercial, it's so whack, dude. Like, but the charter is the way to go. Because like after Phoenix, everything's gonna change. Like it's like the last day of school, right? There are some people you work with that you'll never see again because there is <laughs> true. Like, because some people just disappear and you just never hear from them. And there's some carryover yeah, in this little bubble. Yeah. And once you get out of that bubble, man, you're like, you're out. See you in 10 years. Yeah. So it's kind of sad. Like Phoenix always kind of brings up the feels because you've, you've made relationships with new guys this year and you don't, know if they're coming back next year you don't know if you know the team you're working for is just going to clean house and start over and try to figure something out you don't know same guys are going to be back crazy it really is and i don't really the, the weirdest part is it being phoenix so you don't associate that with phoenix right it's you always used to be homestead yeah it's it's so strange it not being the last race anymore but I don't know, i've said it a million times but it is weird Plus, Phoenix sucks because it's the worst travel because you have to literally travel across country and then all the way back. You're getting home. If you fly if you fly champion, you're probably getting home at 4 o'clock in the morning the next day. You know what's going to be worse? And I heard this little rumor. I forget where I heard it. Where the 2024 finale is going to be. Spell the beans. Auto club. I mean, it is what it is. We already we already do Phoenix, so I mean, it's an extra yeah, twenty what, minutes on twenty minutes on the flight. Yeah. Which, if the track comes out cool, maybe it'll be a good deal. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's uh, I don't know. I'm all for the it moving around. I'm almost with you at this point. Let it be at Charlotte. Get home, like. Charlotte, take it to the Rock. That's only a two-hour drive. Yeah, Rockingham. <laughs> Season finale at Rockingham would be bonkers. You see that uh, Wilkesboro already sold out. Yeah, that's the least shocking thing I think I've ever seen. No, yeah, me too. Everybody's like, "Oh, the ticket prices—they're not going to sell any tickets." Sold out ten minutes or whatever it was. Well, it's because everyone thought it was an obnoxious price for one day. No, that's the ticket price for the whole weekend. Yeah, exactly. So 400 bucks for three or four days worth of racing. And then you can still show up on Tuesday and they're racing at North Wilkesboro. At North like, Wilkesboro. That has had a race in what? 1996 was its last race? Yeah. Holly Farms 400. So I'm, if I'm, if I have, if I have money and I'm starting a business venture, I'm trying to get a bunch of Airbnb houses ready for that that's not a that's a good deal because there's not really much many hotels around there there's no hotels you're either gonna have to go to winston-salem no winston-salem statesville statesville maybe hickory yeah that's gonna be weird i don't know i'm gonna gonna definitely go the guess like the best thing like oh i should have bought tickets and i'm like oh i have a hard card (laughs) i can do whatever i want I mean, someone's got to pay for that hard card. Yeah, but, you know. Speaking of business ventures, I sent you something last night. 
It's a great business venture. No, it's he's, not. He's, it's a dumb he's already venture. rolling his eyes at me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just preface it here. I'm scrolling through Facebook Marketplace. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I stop dead in my tracks. I see it. It's beautiful. It's calling my name. It's an old Ken Schrader Arca car. And I'm like, this is it. This is what we're gonna do. This is the You're next obsessed with Arca. Like that's like your Arca. That's where thing. I. That's where I grew up. That's where I cut my teeth. Yeah, that's the difference between you and me because I've never ran an Arca race in my life. Arca is so different. It's just it's the best. I, I, I there's nothing else I can say about it. It's just the best. We can get yeah. a full blown race ready Arca car for like thirty five grand. Yeah, and the one you want to buy, it's twenty grand with an engine. The engine no, so will I, blow up. No, I went the engine back and, will blow up. I went back and looked. It was twenty grand for the car, and then fifteen for them for the Elmore. So a fifteen thousand dollar Elmore will blow up. It's the bottom line. It's but if we can, out, if we can, no, if we can get through, if we can just get through the Daytona test, we you could won't. make our, we could get our money back, and then some. You won't. That's where Andy Hillenberg makes all of his money. Because the architect. I swear, there's there's people that go to the architect that don't race the whole season. They just go make money off the architect. Like Josh Williams. Josh Williams, he actually ran. They ran a couple races this year, but yeah, in the past he's done that. And uh, who's the? I think the Crams have a car that I don't think ever races. I know Teddy Brown used to have a car that he mm-hmm. would show up with. I think friend of the program, John Garrett, has one. I think he'll be there. Well, yeah, but he's probably going to drive it. But even so, dude, we could just put a legacy motor in that thing, and we could just rake it. Blow up. Just blow up. Yeah. And then everybody that paid you money to run your car, you're going to have to give it back. But unfortunately, you're going to already have spent the money trying to get this car ready to go and get the car down there. We we could get an SB2. And hire people. I'm not hiring anybody. You're working on it for free. Yeah, so just two people. One person, because you're not going to do anything to it. What What do we need if it's already? You got to go through tech. You got to go through tech. All right, there'll be the, things wrong. No, there will be to, things wrong. You need to get it through tech. I don't know Arca. You're the Arca guy, not me. I don't. I've never even been to an Arca race. I've already told you this. You have the last Arca. Arca race. Okay, I guess the last non NASCAR Arca companion race I went to was. I was no, I actually went to I went to a few. I went to two of Chris Busher's races when he drove the Rulo Brothers car. I went to his first race actually. It's it's that same year to tell you how long ago it was in Arca. Uh and then I went to one of Kinsey Rustin's races at IRP when I was 14. IRP in an Arca car is legit. I know it looks like a fun race to run, but there's no point in spending so, the money to go do it. Listeners, let me know. Send me a message. Tag me on, on Instagram. Or not Instagram. Tag me on Twitter. If you think buying an ARCA car and starting an ARCA team is a great thing to do. I think it is. Yeah, maybe it is. If you have the money to spend and you're not buying a, a, a clunker. It's not a clunker. 
Austin Terrio won in that car. Seven years ago. Arca hasn't changed in 20 years. Yeah, but the parts are seven years old. Yeah, we'll get new parts. We'll get used yeah, parts. So, so there's there's your money spent. See, like you don't realize you're not in the racing game. No, like you have to like invest. I like I am. So you don't get the money you're going to end up spending. I'll find parts. I'll find parts. Then, dude, I don't think you get it. I, 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 I have raced for teams that we find parts. And you know what happens to those parts we find? They either A, don't work, or B, break. It's only got to make it through. It's only got to make it through the Daytona test. It's only got to make it through the Daytona test. I've been down this road, brother. We'll get an SB2. Understand? We'll put a big old tapered spacer on it. SB2s blow up too. It's less expensive than an Ilmore. They sound better too, but oh, we'll get some X pipes, dude. Oh, think of the how that would sound. I don't even know if those are legal. Or yeah, they doesn't are. matter. I hear, they I hear like two cars every year at Daytona when they're going around there. There's two of them that have Sterling Marlin X pipes on them. Come on, I'm talking to you. I want to build a set of those. No, you're not talking me into it. I just like the way those. Can cars you still sound. run X pipes at uh, Speedways? I think you can. I think you run them anywhere. I just think that no one really runs them except Stuart Haas at Speedways because it's better. But there's no point in doing it anywhere else most i feel like everything you do with pipes these days for the most part is for arrow like underbody arrow uh so that's that because i was i want to put a boom tube on a car because i think it'll make downforce if you put it at the right angle but you can't run a boom tube anymore it's gonna be two separate pipes you hate to see it i know because johnny's got some old like the JD Motorsports shop is large. And you, we really own, like, for the race cars, like, that we actively use, we use a quarter of it, maybe a quarter of it. That's because and rent it, is so cheap in South Carolina. No, he owns that building. Well, I'm just saying, if you would own that same building in North Carolina, in Charlotte area. No, yeah, I agree. It'd be a lot. But you go back in the back, and there are some, there are some stuff back there, dude. I found a pile of boom tubes because I was like, let's freaking build a set of these things. And uh, I had to go to the rule book and got shot down. I remember walking through, this is going to date me. Uh, I had a family member work for LFR, like Levine Family Racing. Yeah. Back when they were a part-time team with David Starr. Mm -hmm. This is like way back. And in the back of their shop was Brian Silas's truck shop. You want to talk about some old trucks sitting back there? Yeah. Oh, man. Because he was sponsored by some Speedway. I I don't even think it was a real sponsor. I I just remember he was sponsored by some Speedway, and his trucks were sitting up in the rafters. And even then, I'm like, damn, these things are old. Yeah, I love that old stuff, though. Like, I mean, I was was looking for something for, like, like, the little switch covers. And I walked back there to try to find some and some of these old cars that are back there. Like, and there's some old race cars back there, like old school looking like the first COTs of Xfinity back there. Oh, the old Impalas. Yeah. There's some of those sitting back there. 
there's some there's some good stuff back there. But I was I was because I actually went back there one time, like specifically looking for boom tubes. I'm like, I know somewhere in here there is a stack of them, and sure enough, there they were. But any, I even you might could still use them because then they had some of like the old old ones, like the boom tubes that would come out of both sides. So if you just put two of those next to each other, they'd be so tucked up, like out of the air, might might be a move. But that's just me. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Sorry, I put myself on mute. I thought I was talking. Yeah, I was I was wondering what was going on there. But uh Phoenix, Phoenix Raceway out in Avondale, Arizona. Yeah. So it's, it's a love-hate place for me. Best career finish ever. In an Xfinity car. In an Xfinity car. Seventh. Mm-hmm. Still yeah, I do have a top in there in the truck. Thoughts. I mean, I have no. Huh? What are your thoughts on championship weekend? I don't know. They're taking the, they're not putting the resin down in one and two this week, which is interesting to me. But it does get at a certain point, it gets so top dominant. It's very hard to pass. But the resin will still be there and it'll still pick up at some point. I like it because the the resin there, you can like do different things and, and make your car act different. And then they're moving the resin up in three and four, three feet, which is minimal in my opinion. It's half a car width. Uh, I guess a little bit more than half a car width, three quarters of a car width. And uh, you know what? We'll say this three fifths of a car width. Uh, nice way to be precise. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It, 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 it should be good, I guess. Hopefully someone rips the fence to win the championship. I can only hope that happens. I hope it happens in all three series. I hope every single series that the guy, or I hope it happens in trucks. And then in Xfinity, the guy who's leading is going to go do it. Or maybe at least just try to block the guy on top who's going to go do it. And then the guy who is behind just like, okay, he's like trying to block me. He just goes to the bottom, wins the race. The guy in front just gives him the win. And then I hope in the cup race, only, okay, let's back that up. It'll happen in the truck race. The guy will try to block it in the Xfinity race and then lose to the guy who just takes the bottom. And then in the cup race, they're just going to crash in one and two. That seems pretty That's plausible. What I see. Who are your, you got your championship picks? Trucks. I don't know. Majeski's on a roll lately. But then again, I can see Chandler Smith winning. Uh, a JRM car will win the Xfinity Series Championship. I'm going to say Al Geyer because he's good there. And then I don't know. Noah's been fast every week. So it's hard to say. Cup. Probably the one of the two that will be less exciting to win, Chase or Joey. That's so lame. But I, but I hope like hell that Ross or Christopher Bell get a win. Uh, just because the the story of it 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I got they you. both did wild things to get there. For Christopher Bell to hit a walk off two rounds in a row is yeah, I feel like Chase Elliott hasn't Chase Elliott really hasn't done anything this year to impress me. Yeah, but he's good at Phoenix. Henry's yeah, always good there. I know, but like just he's just a boring guy. And had Briscoe made it in, like actually won that race in Martinsville, I would have put him. Because they won the spring race. Yeah. I'm going to go with Majeski and Trucks because you, you asked. Thanks for asking. I'm going to go with Majeski and Trucks. I'm going to go with Noah and the Xfinity Series. And I'm going to take Mr. Chaos Excitement himself, Ross Chastain. Because you know he's going to do anything that he can do to win that race. Yeah, he's going to run the, the inside wall in one and two. Like he's going to, if he doesn't win, he's going to wreck a lot of shit. I don't know if he will or not. That's a that's a maybe. If he's in a position to wreck someone and win, I think he will. I mean, who wouldn't? The only thing that's scary, again, I was thinking about this. Let's say someone, Ty Gibbs, someone off into turn three at Phoenix. They're backing in hard. I mean, if someone did that in the cup race at Martinsville, they're backing in hard, and that's scary. Like with the, our current situation, like I almost wonder at this point if people, when they get spun around backwards, are like panicking, like trying to get this thing to go around and driver side it. You would think because the rear impact is so rigid. That's what. If I if I was in a cup car and I got turned around and I'm headed towards wall backwards, I'm cranking the wheel hard to the right and trying to driver side that thing. Just keep the momentum spinning and just trying to driver side it, which is arguably. I mean, that's that's bad too. I mean, you're literally thing, and metaphorically stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's the last thing out. you want to do in a, a in an Xfinity car or truck is driver side. But in Cup right now, the last thing you want to do is back in. That's pretty serious implication. So, I'd be doing everything I could to driver side that thing. I mean, Larson got lucky at Vegas that Bell hit him because he would have backed in hard on the front straightaway if he if he didn't, and he driver sided it, got out. Yeah. Do you, what did you think of Larson's comments on Ross's finish? He started it. He did. He started it. I mean, I don't think anybody would have ever thought to do that at Martinsville, of all places. Like. But, I mean, I'll be honest, whenever I was a kid, I remember asking my dad, like, why don't they run the top? It's so much less of a radius. They could just go faster. But he was like, no, it's faster on the bottom. I'm like, no one's ever tried it. Well, it's faster once around the top. They should put banking at Bristol like or at Martinsville like they have at Darlington. Just that last lane on the top, like Oakland Speedway. You ever see those pictures? Where or it's, it's almost like, like a board track. It's completely flat, and there's one lane that's like 45-degree banking. But, so uh, you are also – Did we also, talk about the Texas reconfiguration before? Uh, we have, but because there hasn't really been much deciphered about it. No, I mean, I was just saying that I, I listened to uh, 
I know that they're trying they're trying to reconfigure it in iRacing. Yeah, and they they talk they talk options, and one of them was progressive banking, which would be cool. It's kind of it's kind of similar to my idea that I had. I mean, if you just put they just take credit thirty. If you if you put thirty degrees of banking in the top one and a half lanes, that would be very progressive. In one and two, I would leave it flat all the way to the top, and then have like whatever it is, plus six or plus four degrees, then plus six degrees in the very top. So if you throw a slider and run that sucker all the way across the racetrack, so you'll at least slow down a little bit before you hit the big banking. So Darlington. Yeah. But I mean, Darlington doesn't have as much banking on the bottom as what Texas one and two has. Or actually I might be wrong. Texas one and two might have less banking on the very bottom. I don't know. Could be. You are also in the midst of a points battle. Yeah, I know. I've been saying no more mulligans, and I mean it this time because we had a fat mulligan last week. Well, I mean, there are no mulligans because this is the last race. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I can't screw up again. So you gotta finish. You gotta finish like thirty first. Thirtieth. Thirtieth. It's it's eight points. I thought it was six. Well, it's is it six or seven? I don't know. I know that if we tie, he wins the tiebreaker. Because he finished seventh and I finished tenth. So get your shit together. Which is wild because I saw that his best finish was seventh at Coda. And we were blowing his doors off before the motor blew up. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta make it the whole race. Yeah, no, I agree. That's one of those mulligans that put us in this situation. So you'll have that in big time auto racing. Yeah. So looking back on this year, what what's uh, what's some stuff that stands out that's m- going to be memorable that you're putting in your scrapbook for 2022? Um, I don't know. Our good run at Bristol, good run at Loudon. Uh, honestly, our run at Road America, just because oh, we ran good that day and like. It's weird. Then we go to some road courses and we're terrible, but like we were good at Road America. We were good at Indy. Like I could make passes with confidence and like race with confidence. And then we go to, I mean, Coda was the same way. I was able to race with confidence and like we were good. Portland will stick out too, just because it was a monsoon and I couldn't see anything. It'll stick out for a couple reasons a we were having a good run and it'll stick out b because we kind of had that good run taken from us but i don't know i'm excited about next year i'm excited to get in the shop this off season and build some new race cars and is it weird uh, to have like an off season home yeah i mean i kind of did last year i knew what i was going to be doing and when i left phoenix you know what i mean it just wasn't set in stone. Like I, I knew what I was going to be doing or I had a good feeling about what I was going to be doing, but it is different. I mean, it's, it's nice, dude. It's, it's really nice. <laughs> like to know that we can all build towards one common goal. And that goal is with me and the cars is very, uh, very good feeling. So. But like I said, I'm excited to get going on next year and, 
excited about what uh, next year has in store with uh, the two new road courses we're going to, Sonoma and Chicago. I'm really excited about Chicago, I'll be honest. I know some people aren't, but I'm very excited about it. Sorry, I squashed a bug on my computer screen. I'm trying to clean it off. I was wondering what you were doing. I am looking forward to the off season. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Finally getting ready to veg out on the couch, watching football, getting back to like, you know. Watch some football. Watch some football. We'll watch some football. Watch the Packers shit the bed every week. It's going to be fun. Yeah. 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 I say that, but then probably about two weeks into the off season, I'm going to be like, I'm ready That's to go somewhere. It's exactly. That's how it always goes for me. Like, we'll get three weeks into it. All right. Let's, let's get back to the racetrack. But I'm hearing that we might have a test in Xfinity during the off season. Where? Charlotte. Because of some of the rules changes. Oh, yeah, they're changing, yeah. Are you guys going to go to the test? Yeah, I mean, we'll probably take the car. I mean, the car will run at Homestead's good, so we'll probably take it. I have some other stuff in my head that I'd like to try there, but we'll see if we get to. Um, I'd like to take the two cars with myself and the other driver that we're going to have. Uh, or, and so we can like take two different things and we can both hop in each other's cars and like say, this is what we feel here and try to build something on it, you know? Yeah, good deal. I don't know. I haven't gone to a test in a long time. I don't think anybody in Xfinity has gone to a test in a long, long time. Any rookies? Rookies yeah. get to go test. But I don't know. We'll see. I'm getting to run a race down in Texas uh, the week after. So I'm really not done this weekend. I have another one the week after. What's uh, you racing? Uh, I'm racing a truck at Houston Motorsports Park the weekend after Phoenix. And maybe I'll jump in something else, too. We'll see. Never know how those are going to go. Uh but I don't know. I love Houston Motorsports Park. It's a good little racetrack. If you haven't been there and you're from the East Texas area, you should definitely go check it out, support your local short tracks. Um, and I'll be there. I don't know what the week weekend. It's like the 13th, I guess, is the day. It's that Saturday. Are you going to sign uh, some autographs? I mean, if the people want me to, I don't know. I'm not going to be like, this is the first short track race I've gone to. Not to the back. I went and ran some dirt modified races during my uh, four week vacation in 2019. What was but, that vacation uh, for? So this has been my first time like racing an asphalt track where I know everybody in a while. Uh, should be cool though. Well, that sounds super exciting. Yeah. We don't know if we're going to, I'm going to, I'm, Hey, I'm just going to get out in front of this. We don't know if we're going to be doing the podcast in the off season. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I kind of agree. Maybe, maybe a, a once a month type of pod. We'll do all the holiday specials. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking too. We'll hit a, we'll hit a cool Christmas or also maybe we'll, 
We'll I need to get up for Christmas and then I need to get up on my soapbox real quick. People, how fucking dare you on November 1st? We're already talking Christmas. The best holiday is still to come. I am not here for the Thanksgiving slander. Thanksgiving is the best holiday. It's the only one. The best one? It is the best holiday. Christmas, overrated. Thanksgiving, underrated. I put Thanksgiving under Halloween. Get the f- we're gonna have we're gonna go fisty cuffs on Friday when I see you. <laughs> I put Halloween is so overrated. I put I go Thanksgiving is the best holiday. You get I'm football. gonna say Christmas Fourth of July. Uh, Christmas Fourth of July. Yeah, you're you're a real Halloween, material person. That's why you like Christmas. Well, yeah, you like just I mean, getting like. I don't know. I, I like I like people. I like the I like the gifting. I like giving things. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Feels good. See, Thank, you've thanks. never you've never you've never dove into that that sector of life. You're you're just like oh, getting more stuff again. I'm not getting anybody shit, but I'm getting stuff. This is stupid. Overrated holiday. What about Christmas dinner? I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving dinner is a hundred times better. Is it? The desserts are the best that they are all year round. I will say Thanksgiving desserts are fire. Slap. They are the best. And especially like I have a, a big family Thanksgiving every year. And when I say a big family Thanksgiving, I'm talking like 50 people. And everybody brings something. So there's a table of like 15 desserts. Ooh. Plus, like, this is like the first. Usually. This is the first time you're seeing your family. So you're not already annoyed by them by Christmas. I mean, I wouldn't say that. Like, why do we only meet sometimes twice a year and it's within a month of each other? The first time. You're not annoyed by them yet. The second time you might be annoyed by them. And like you get all the average football and all you do is just lay on the couch for eight hours on a Thursday. And you just have tasty turkey, get some good stuffing, some mashed potatoes. Let's let's go into this if we're on the Thanksgiving uh, topic. Best. All the food, cut the desserts. We won't do desserts right now. Do you count sweet potato pie or sweet potato sweet casserole as a dessert? I don't count that as casserole, a dessert. No, pie maybe. Sweet potato casserole, no. That's but my okay, number like one favorite. Dish. Favorite. So sweet potato casserole, yeah, slaps that's every definitely time. Up there, I mean that's that, that's, that's slaps up there. every time. You know what I'm you need a, to I'm do gonna go, I'm gonna, next you know, I'm year. What, a little wheelbarrow of genius Friendsgiving? No. Phoenix, we need to run a Thanksgiving car. See, those just don't do the numbers like the Halloween cars and Christmas cars do. The Halloween cars at Martinsville, the Christmas cars at the Snowball Derby, those get the people going. I have a feeling that... No one does a Thanksgiving car. I know, because they don't get the people going, and you're not close enough to Thanksgiving for it to work. You are definitely closer, Phoenix. In the Derby to Christmas. Yeah. Yes. 
You are. I, 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 yeah, I realized that after I said that. Sometimes I don't think before I speak. All right. But, so uh, getting back to the power rankings of the food, what is your number? Yeah, I'm going to go. Dude, this, this might be controversial. Do not say cranberries. I will cream punch corn. you. Cream corn is your number one dish at Thanksgiving. And if, and if, if you're that appalled by that, shocked and appalled by that, you probably haven't had good cream corn. I'm not, I'm, a cor- I'm not a corn guy. I don't eat corn. What? How, what? I don't eat corn. You don't eat corn. I just don't eat corn. That's that's dumb. I eat popcorn, but I don't eat corn. There's so many different varieties of corn. Cream corn. Of, uh, of which I eat corn. none of them. Corn on the cob. Uh the, so, the, so three. There's three different versions of corn. Corn off the cob. Oh uh, no. Okay. Maize. I don't even know what that is. It's like That's a also mashed corn. up corn. But I mean, <laughs> cream. Okay, I'll, I'll say something else because you're so. No, uh, you've already said it. You've already explained yourself. Struck by that statement. I'm gonna say you, stuffing. You stuffing gave me close number two. Yeah, good stuffing is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong. I mean, that's that's like the you know you always know it's there. Are you, you a number one? Are you a baked turkey guy or are you a fried turkey guy? Haven't had too many fried turkeys in my day, so I'm gonna say baked turkey. As long as they inject it with the good stuff, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you got the the good garlic. Butter. The Tony's uh, Tony's. Yeah, that comes with a syringe. Uh, that's always good. But this is another controversial statement. I kind of I like ham more than I like turkey. That's it. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Are you serious? Dude, the ham's way better. No, not at not at Yet. Thanksgiving. Not at Thanksgiving. Maybe at Christmas. But not maybe that's why I'm a Christmas guy because I like the ham more. Deep fried turkey. Everything is always juicy. It's always wet. It's always good. It's always. I see. I'm just not. It's. So, I, guess, it, I really. I think you're. You're. You just like the danger of the fried turkey. No, I mean it's good. It's good. It's. You got to risk it to get that thing. It's so good. All right. Well, since we're let's move on. Desserts. Desserts. Where, where are we heading first? All right. Well, I'll start from the bottom. Okay. Number five, cranberries. That's not a dessert. Okay. Number five, we'll go with any kind of pie that anybody makes that isn't in the top. Like the rando pie. Everyone, there's one person that makes like a rando pie, like an apple pie yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Not, not the staples, not, not the, not the, not the pecan, not the pumpkin. No. Number four, but- sweet potato pie. It's good. It's not my first choice, but it's still kind of like just part of the dinner. Yeah, right. It's because you've already just had your sweet potato casserole, right? Why would you want to then go have the same thing as pie? It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm not going to knock it. Just not high on my list. Number three, where are we at? Three or four? You're at three. Number three. This might just be like a weird regional thing, but chocolate pie. You ever had chocolate pie? Yeah, yeah, I've had one at Thanksgiving. Yeah, so it's 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 good. It's a good staple. Not my kinda favorite. Messy. Oh, kind of messy. 
kind of messy, kind of hard to eat, kind of like chocolate pudding in a pie crust. Right. You got to let that thing really chill. Mm -hmm. Number two, pecan pie. Yeah, that's all and, sugar. And number one's got to be pumpkin all day. Number one. Pumpkin. Yeah. I, I mean, pumpkin pie right now. I'm so I jacked mean, up. What's crazy to me is you only named pies. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving is all pies. You were like number five, miscellaneous pies. Number four, <laughs> sweet potato pie. Three, chocolate pie. Two, pecan. One, pumpkin. I To me, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'll say this. The first bite of pecan pie is number one. It's eating the rest of it that might knock it down a bit. It can it can get a little heavy. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, are you a ready whip guy, or are you a, like a cool whip guy? Yeah, it's getting. I don't know. I mean, cool whip is huh. better. So, I like ready whip on my pumpkin pie, and I like cool whip on my pecan pie. So my top, I'm, I'm going to do a top five as well, but Mark said, my family's different. We have a big Thanksgiving, lots and lots of options for dessert. Uh, and I might even have to knock pumpkin pie off. Number one, I'm going to say number five, like this is the, this is the, you want to see, you want to hear the range of the desserts we got. I'm going to put number five, uh, German chocolate cake, number four, pecan pie, number three, uh, coconut cream cake i'm pretty sure it's what it's called damn good grandma makes it number two pumpkin pie number one all-time goaded dessert pretzel salad it is and that's something i you probably never heard of it now is that where it's like it's like cool whip pretzels yeah, strawberries strawberries and oh. some people put in like snickers and grapes as See, well. I, I I never I've never done the Snickers and grapes. Hell no, hell no on the grapes. It's just straight pretzels, like crushed up pretzels. So you get the salt, then you get the strawberry layer with the, the strawberries and kind of like the strawberry syrup and then the Cool Whip to top it off. Ugh. Dude, I could eat like we're talking like the the paper plates, like your standard paper plate. I could cover the entire surface area of that in the pretzel salad, finish it, and then get another one. That's how much I like that stuff. It is so fire. It is ridiculous. But it's also terrible for you. Oh, it's the worst thing for you. It's, I mean, well, I mean, we're talking Thanksgiving dinner. Who gives a damn what's bad for you at that point? Because you're No just, calories or bad calories. Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're not leaving with a calorie deficit for the day. I can promise you that. And that's really the one thing that matters. And you you won't be in a calorie deficit for the next week if you do Thanksgiving properly. The right way. Yeah. I mean, you gotta see this is why Thanksgiving like a, is the best. You gotta have your plate's gotta weigh five pounds on the first round, then you go back for dessert. Yeah. I Thanksgiving is just the best. And then you, then you get all the nice concoctions the day after, like the sandwiches with the oh, gravy. Yeah. I will say that now that with the turkey, now that that might be better than the, the turkey from Thanksgiving Day. Like is the sandwiches the, the next day. The concoctions that you come up with in your head. 
are just yeah it's it's like watching prison tiktok like prison food tiktok where how they make yeah everyone has everyone has like doritos or lays potato chips on their sandwich gravy turkey cheese it's just it's like flying back from vegas they just made those sandwiches it was a thanksgiving sandwich had stuffing turkey and cranberry sauce in there like I'm not a big gravy on a hoogie. On a hoogie. <laughs> the only time I really eat gravy is at Thanksgiving. Get, get out! You're a gravy man. I am not. Swear to God. I'm really That's not my either. fiance. I'm not gravy guy. I despise gravy. Yeah, I'm not. I really don't know what gravy is. Like I, I don't know what it consists of. But gravy. I mean, that's that's here. Let's. That's our our Twitter request for the day. Comment whenever I share this podcast. I want you to comment your favorite, and then if you feel like it, give us a rundown of your top five desserts. Top five desserts, and then at the bottom, what sh- what I should name my ARCA team? Thanksgiving turkey racing. Yeah, I was going to call it Spite Motorsports, to spite you. <laughs> Spite Motorsports, not not yeah. to spite Spire Motorsports because it's very similar. That's what it sounds like. I would I would copy their logo to a T. You just add the T, like you could just take the R and just add a extra line out to the left side, and then the line going up, and that's it. Spite Spite Motorsports. I'd have to rearrange lowercase, right. I'd have to rearrange some letters, but yes. Yeah. Exactly. So. What do you mean rearrange some letters? All you have to do is change the R. How do you spell spite? I've never, I've never written out the word spite now that I think about it. It's not something weird like S-P-E-I-G-H-T, is it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's S-P-I-T-E. Yes, yeah, so you said you have to rearrange letters. Like all you have to do No, I mean, I guess not. You just got to change the R. You, you threw me for a loop on that one. I was thinking that it was like <laughs> S-P-E-I-G-H-T, which would have been insane. Oh man, this season's really wore us down. We all have gotten yeah. Now we're talking about our our. It really has because we're talking about spelling this episode. So yeah, I'm gonna start doing one of those rundowns, like how the daily download does on Twitter. Like it's like topic, topic, topic. Like Martinsville, Phoenix, Thanksgiving dinner, the spelling of the word spite. <laughs> People are gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I just got to figure out like what emojis to use next to those. Paperclip, cactus, turkey. Uh, and Be on the lookout for some off-season content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm probably not going to do any content in the off-season. I'll do Maybe. some content, but it'll probably, I don't know if it'll be real men of genius content. I'm trying to get a good snowboard video out. I love doing those. Uh, maybe some iRacing races here and there. Gonna go run that race in Houston. Yeah, maybe we should do some like Wheelman and Genius hosted races or something. I could be down for that. As long as it's a wacky combination. Like We're gonna do cars at Williams Grove. Pro four trucks at Watkins Glen. That's not that wacky. It's been done before. It's not. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm do, saying like 
I was saying like Indy cars at Hickory, weird. Formula three cars at the at Milwaukee Mile. Now we're talking. See, now, now you're speaking my language. That would be weird. What's the F1 cars at South Boston? Yeah, that's doable. I ran in one of those grape drink races one time when we ran F1 cars. There was three different classes. There was F1 cars, Formula Vs, and I think a, a Formula Ford all on the track at once. I ran the Formula V for some reason. Don't know why. Oh, dude, we should do multi-class racing, dirt racing. It's like a 410 wing car and a street stock. Like street stocks, 305 sprint cars. And big block modifieds. Oh, here's a good one. Let's do a asphalt street stock race at a Milwaukee or IRP. Iowa. Street the oh, that might be even better. Street stock races always play. Like no matter where you put them. Daytona, the quarter mile at Charlotte. Multi-class racing on the Daytona Oval. But with what though? Unrestricted cup car. Street stock, street stocks and dirt street stocks. Su- no, super late model. Yeah. Unrestricted cup car and an Indy car. I wonder what would go faster the Indy car or the unrestricted cup car. Unrestricted cup car. The COT you think would go faster? I think they'd be pretty close. I think it'd be pretty much the same. I think you'd have them down the straightaway, but they'd have you in the corners. All right. So everyone in the comments now, top five desserts for Thanksgiving. Name of They're the run out of characters. And then give us your best race on on uh, iRacing. They're going to run out of characters. They're going to have to be using acronyms. But that'll probably do it for today, huh? Wow. You want to end it now. Yeah, dude, my nose is running right now. Bother me. I feel like I keep sniffling. There's a dog right, barking well, next door. Well, because Bailey wants to be done. Thanks for yeah, sticking around. Run it up, run it up, because I do it to you all the time. Run it Thanks up. Thanks for sticking around for let's see, let's see what you got. Let's see if you got fifty first like episode of Wheel Man of Genius. Don't forget to like, subscribe, swipe up on Spotify, iTunes, and swipe right. YouTube. Check out our Twitter. We have a Twitter at Real Men of Genius. Check out our Instagram at Real Men of Genius. Thanks for stopping by. Have a splendid evening or afternoon or morning whenever you listen to this. So see y'all.